For a hundred podcasts, I've led you on my journey dealing with a cluster B. It's been a hundred podcasts. Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. Hard to believe that I started this podcast back in September of 2020. And when I look back and I listen to some of these podcasts, I'm amazed at how I have progressed. And if you've listened to a good portion of these podcasts going back to 2020, starting with the inaugural podcast, right up till this hundredth podcast, you can definitely see a progression, an eye opening, an awakening, so to speak. I wanted to start out with uh, a saying on this hundredth podcast. Some of us have wasted the best versions of ourselves on people who didn't care about us at all. So, you know, one thing I will say is for a hundred podcasts, I have, this has been a very cathartic exercise for me. It has given me an opportunity to fully come out of the fog. And I will tell you that having come out of the fog and seeing the lay of the land, so to speak, I've talked about this in previous podcasts in the paralytic relationship that I'm trapped in. It is, it is very difficult. And I, I wish you the best in your journey as you listen to this and other podcasts seeking answers and knowledge. And I will tell you that the most important thing that you can do is to learn, to understand, and not just about the cluster B. We tend to throw ourselves into learning about them. And that's all we seem to do is just pouring ourselves into them, all of our resources and all of our energy on how we have to learn about them. But what about us? And I've talked about this throughout two years of doing these podcasts. What about you? What are you doing for you? It's interesting for me now that I see my wife of almost 20 years for who she truly is, a shapeshifter somebody who doesn't really care about me and wouldn't care about anybody that comes after me. It's a cyclical pattern. If I look back on her previous relationships, it follows a pattern. She's an emotional survivor. She's an emotional victim of abuse herself. And it's kind of sad to see that she became an abuser as well. It's hard for me to label her as an abuser it's still difficult for me because I still find myself making accommodations for her. I still find myself rationalizing, saying, oh, it's, it's okay, that's just the way she is, or oh, well, you know, that's how relationships work. But at the end of the day, this is not how normal, loving, balanced relationships work. They just don't work this way. You know, you don't have somebody who leaves the bedroom after almost 20 years and doesn't come back. That's not normal. And for the longest time, I would have accepted it as such, but it's not, it's not normal. And it's that acceptance that I've been finding so difficult to work with. It's, it's, it's accepting the fact that I live in a dysfunctional relationship. I just do. You know, one minute my wife is on, the next minute she's off. And and by on, I mean one minute she's sort of kind of here. And then the next minute she's talking about, uh, you know, all of us going our separate ways. 
And then maybe two minutes later, she's talking about looking for a house. I've talked about this in previous podcasts. That is the one thing I can't wrap my head around. One minute she's here, the next minute she's gone. But in reality, when I think about it, she's discarded me and she discarded me a long time, long before she left the bedroom over a year ago. That discard happened a long time ago. She was just kind of going through the motions. And so now that I see the lay of the land and I see that, yeah, I gave my best version of myself and I tend to do that as we all do. All of us who are empaths, all of us who are caretakers, all of us who are fixers of relationships, that's what we tend to do. We give the best of ourselves to somebody who really doesn't care. And it doesn't matter that they're your wife, your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, your cousin. These are people. They're people at the end of the day. And it doesn't matter who they are or who they represent in our lives. If they abuse us, it's not love. That's a common misconception. And so that's why I've always questioned why people who do email me at myinnertorch at gmail.com, they see the abuse and yet for some reason they put a bandaid on it and they always say, well, you know, I, I just, I love them so much. And if you ask me if I love my wife, I will tell you I don't. And that's a terrible confession. That's, that's very hurtful for me to be able to say that, but I don't. What is there for me to love? So I'm no different than my wife right now. My wife has basically brought me to this point. I don't blame her, but she certainly brought me to the point to be able to say on this podcast, I'm not going to tell you, oh my gosh, yeah, I am blinded by love. I still love her so desperately because I don't. This is truly a loveless marriage. There is no love. And I did start out loving my wife. I did. But over the years, with the constant abuse and the constant neglect and the fact that this love is not reciprocated has basically had me turn it off. And it is not an epiphany that I came to. It's just a reality. After a while, you know, after a while with not seeing any resolution or reconciliation, and again, thank you, Renee Swanson. Check out her podcast on Spotify or any platform. Renee Swanson, she was married to a covert narcissist, and she said she spoke the truth to me. It was almost like going to church and seeing that the priest or the pastor speaks truth to you and it resonates with you when she said that there is no reconciliation with people like this. There isn't. And there isn't with a cluster B. You just can't do it with BPD or with a narc or with a psychopath. There is no reconciliation. There's no hope. And I really hate to say that. You know, I hate to say that I don't love my wife. I don't dislike her. I don't hate her. But I'm ambivalent, just like she is, because she's taken away from me that opportunity to really care, to really love her 
because I know that it won't be reciprocated. And that's where it's difficult for people, perhaps like you, who are still in the fog, who are still hoping for reconciliation, hoping that you're going to find the mirage that that person once was, not believing that they aren't who they said they were. You know, they aren't. It is a complete mirage. It was an act. And yeah, it's hard. It's very difficult. And so in this hundredth podcast, it's very difficult for me to say that, yes, I was taken advantage of. Yes, I was. And I allowed it. So again, I'm not going to sit here in this podcast and basically say it's all my wife's fault. She's a terrible person. She's abused me. She's neglected me. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. I'm I'm a victim. I don't, I want to remove the word victim. I'm a survivor. I'm not a victim because I went into it willingly. And yeah, maybe it was under false pretense. Maybe my wife kind of showed me a version of herself that really didn't exist. They are shapeshifters. They will align with what you like. That's very much a narcissistic trait. That's a covert narcissist who's going to basically invest in learning about you and then mirroring it back to you. And you just sit there going, wow, they're, they're fantastic people. I can't believe how wonderful this person is. They're just like me. They like everything that I like. A borderline will do that too. They're sick people. They honestly are. They're not normal, and in, then, and, and, and in so they can't have a normal relationship. But then again, we're not completely well ourselves. And this is where the reckoning comes into it. This is where we have to look at ourselves. And that's why I said at the beginning of this podcast, yeah, it's all great to invest our time and resources in learning about Cluster B, reading and going on, listening to these podcasts, going on YouTube, watching videos, reading books, all the things that I've done. But what about us? What about the best version of us? Where are we? Why have we lost ourselves into these people? That's my question to you. And that's what you need to ask yourself. That's what I've been asking myself. And it's hard. It's not easy to kind of turn it inward and look at yourself because we're always busy looking at them. We're always saying, what can we do to make them better? How can we show them that, you know, we love them? And that was my biggest thing. Show my wife that the world's not such a bad place that she thinks it is. But you know what? You can't do that. You can't fix what you didn't break. Listen to that podcast. Did it months ago. You just can't. And you can't put together a relationship that is ruptured. My relationship has ruptured. Do I have a future? As I said before, yeah, my wife's going to hang around for as long as I put up with her. As long as I accept the circumstance the way it is, this is her best life. She has no obligation to me. She can just live here. Well, that's up to me now to make a decision for my happiness and not for hers. What I want to do and where I want to go. So this is a journey of a hundred podcasts spanning almost two years, two more years of my life of looking and becoming aware of me and my relationship 
and being honest with myself because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Always appreciate hearing from you at myinnertorch at gmail.com. Thank you for your continued listenership. This is a journey that continues, even though I'm very well aware of where I am and where I stand. And I have to tell you, there is some solace. There's some comfort in knowing that. But there's also hurt and you will hurt. It will be very painful because disentangling yourself from a relationship that you poured yourself into, that you had so much hope and that you still believe that somewhere deep down inside that person is who they showed themselves to be. That's where you need to kind of get off that bandwagon. You have to understand that that's not going to happen. So thank you again for these hundred podcasts for giving me an opportunity to talk to you directly from my heart and my conscience. And I appreciate your continued support with your listenership. Remember, you can always reach me at myinnertorch at gmail.com. New new episodes uploaded every Friday, Eastern Standard Time at 10 o'clock. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch.